And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. And you are listening to For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. I am Jamie Jamikowski, and this is episode 16 of For the Pops. Why is 16 such a special number? Well, number 16, worn by Joe Montana, my favorite NFL player up until number 12, Tom Brady took his place. And of course, also number 16, while the Boston Celtics won their 16th world championship when I was a ball boy with the team in 1986. So welcome to episode number 16 of For the Pops. Again, this is Jamie. You'll notice I'm doing the intro tonight. Why? Scotty Slade couldn't be here tonight. He had all these kinds of family issues. He had uh, his daughter's birthday, his wife's birthday, his anniversary, everything going on all in the course of a week. So instead of me flying solo for the week, I brought in ringers. I brought in two podcasting veterans, two podcasting professionals. From the WPAN, the wrestling podcast about nothing, please welcome Brian Malonis. Ring of Honor superstar, Brian Malonis. And, of <laughs> course, good friend, old confidant, Michael Crockett. Friend of pants. <laughs> that is true, Brian. He is a friend of Todd Sinclair. He is. Fat pants. Hi, Michael. Hello. I am the, yes, I am the host of the wrestling podcast about nothing. <laughs> yeah, so, so how many episodes have you guys done now? Uh, I think we're coming up on 111. 111? Sure. And and for people listening to us, where do we find you now? How do we find the wrestling podcast about nothing? Well, the easiest way is to go to our website. That is the WPAN.com. Oh, you're not saying it right, Mike. Oh, pardon me. Go ahead. <laughs> WPAN. <laughs> <laughs> it is the WPAN.com. T-H-E-W-P-A-N.com. You can find the episodes there. You Thank you for all... clarifying how to spell the... <laughs> well, you know, it's going to be a spirited, spirited oh, hour goodness. with you guys. Huh? Feisty now. Yeah, usually you let me off the hook a little bit of this stuff. I just had a cookie. I'm all sugared up. <laughs> it's, it's been quite the night. Uh, I'm joining you. I just guested on the wrestling podcast about nothing. We recorded that first. Now we're here on the for the pop show. We had a nice little Mexican buffet before we started. A fiesta. It was. Yeah, it was did. a fiesta. It was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So again, it's been a while since we've all seen each other. Uh, you guys have never been on. Uh, were you on For the Pops together once on one of the first? No. no you were mm-hmm. on yes. with Tarzan and Slade, and I, I think like episode two and three. Yeah, I was your engineer and uh, Oh, that's right, because we, we didn't yes. have all the scrape in the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> it, it was early. You know, people didn't, you know, some people didn't even think we were going to record five episodes. But, Something you know, like we, we passed that milestone. And, and Brian, you were a guest, I believe it was right around Christmas time, because remember we talked about our favorite Christmas toys when you were on. Really? Was it that long ago? It was a while back now, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. And the great thing is, for the first time, uh, you guys will get to compete head-to-head in a For the Pops pop quiz later on in the show. Uh, Michael, so far, is undefeated. I believe you're 2-0. and Thank you. You can see the rankings at ForThePops.com. And Brian, I think you are um, defeated. <laughs> o for the century. <laughs> you're, you're an ofer. Uh, you and Scotty Slade had that, uh, that great showdown on the For the Pops pop quiz. We went into the final question, and it was zero to zero. I didn't even know who, like, the people you were talking about, like, I literally never heard of before. You're like, these are celebrities. I'm like, I've never heard of this person. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, when all else fails, and Slade is starting to learn this, I've actually had to switch up the the quizzes lately, that whenever it's a music question, 
guess Beyonce, <laughs> and you've got like a, a 40% chance. Maybe J-Lo. Of uh, being re- J-Lo's it? the other one. She, she, uh, Jesus, I saw her recently. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was at, she was at <laughs> the, uh, the Billboard Music Awards. She's still unreal. knockout. She's going to be, what, 50? Yes, she, I think yeah. she is. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she's, she's 51. Still unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe as I'm starting to get older, maybe appreciating women as they get older. There you go. That's very nice of you. And if there's anybody <laughs> in the room who knows about getting older, Michael, how have you been doing? I've been doing very well. Yeah. Um, just hosting the podcast, uh, yeah. working a lot, and uh, getting ready for a yeah, you have baby. A, you have a big event He's coming. Human beings. Yeah, that, that, that's very exciting. I know we're we're going to talk about that a little bit more. You know, you've Alleged, got two, allegedly, seemingly, you've got, <laughs> seemingly to the untrained eye. You've you've got two veteran dads in the room. Maybe we can give you some some tips here on on for the pops. Going to pick all, your brains. All I want to say is I've made as many kids as the two of you combined. So. Wow. That's true, because at least one of us <laughs> knew when to stop. <laughs> Your boys can swim. Yeah, yes, they can. <laughs> Unbelievable. And this is coming out at the beginning of June, so we've had a great Memorial Day weekend by the way, by the time this has happened. And summertime's upon us, a nice time of year. The weather's finally started to turn here in New England. Now, do you have any big plans for the summer? Brian, I know you're wrestling all over the place for, for Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming up this month, we'll... Uh, when does this episode drop? June first. June first. Well, uh, tonight I'll be in Lowell, Massachusetts, and tomorrow I'll be in New York City, and then potentially in the middle of the month to Texas, and then to uh, Virginia and Baltimore at the end of the nice. month. So yeah. And now you have a website, place. right, where people can get merchandise. And, I do. And what is? Tell us a little bit about it. BrianMalonis.com. It links right to my pro wrestling tees store. Uh, I figured that'd be easier than having to type all all the pro wrestling tees. Double backslash HTTP like Michael still does to these <laughs> these days. Um, One of my favorite stories <laughs> about when the three of us used to work together, and I forget what we had Michael looking up, and all of a sudden we see him type HTTP colon backslash. You got to, you got to. Yeah. You're not, not going to bring it to the right site. And, and what t-shirts do you have on there right now, Brian? I got the curtain jerker t-shirt for our podcast at WPAN. I got my newest shirt, the uh, Mastodon logo design, and. Uh, I got an oldie but a goodie, uh, a, a kingpin logo T-shirt, which uh, I think I've talked about on the podcast. Uh, you were responsible for giving me the name, the kingpin, as we develop that together. That's right. Little known fact. And now yeah. I want to help you. I want to help you with the new best-selling T-shirt. I think you should do a two ti- two-sided T-shirt. Front should say it was me, and the back should say. I kept you out of chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be your new T-shirt. Yeah, apparently that's, uh, that I knew that used to go around in the old days, but uh, it's a thing again. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Well, I was uh, I, I, I wasn't mentioned by name, so I, I, to be fair, you know. And, and I, I agree with you on this, Brian. <laughs> that that on, on anybody, and I'm going to speak for myself, and I, I think Brian backs me up on this. If, if you're going to talk about me. Uh, when I was in wrestling and, and whatever I did to you or wouldn't book you or whatever or, or us, at least have the courtesy by me- mention me by name. You know, at least, you know, g- give me the credit for being a douche and burying you <laughs> and allegedly killing your career. Don't do not do the, the, this, this, you know, uh, passive aggressive oh, and the powers that be at Chaotic. I was the fucking powers that be at Chaotic for 18 years. You know, you're not being coy. Just, just also, say. All I want to say is, for all that I've been accused of keeping people out of Chaotic, I, 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 until I took over, I could never even get my brother booked. So I, I don't know. <laughs> like, how much stroke did I really have? <laughs> and really, what I never understood, and I don't want to turn this into a chaotic uh, podcast, because that, that, that's, that's a different, a different podcast. That's a different <laughs> podcast, which I, I probably should have led with that, but I'll talk about that toward the end. Um, like I, I'm always amazed, Brian, at, at 
like how important it was to people to be in chaotic that people who never got in like still hold grudges like oh well they never let me in i'm like Really? Where we? Uh, I took pride in it, but, but come on, man. Really? Did, did you really want to perform at that lull PAV that badly? I think it was. I mean, for all those years, it was the WWE connection. People right. wanted chaotic was the pipeline to WWE, and that's what people wanted. And um, so I, 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 I get that. So they like, didn't to want... an extent, but I, I mean... thought they were just mad that they didn't get to hang out with you and me. <laughs> wow. Wow! I'm not, now I'm lending my infectious laugh to uh, for the <laughs> for the pops. We're, we're going to use that. I'm going to use that like just like I use if I were a rich girl. I'm going to use your laugh now as as a stinger. A couple people have, this have said this to me that my, my laugh is infectious on the podcast. That's very nice. I don't know if that's a good good infection or say, bad infection. So. Hey, but an antibiotic clears it right <laughs> up for you. Don't you worry. Ten days on some 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 antibiotic, you'll you'll be just fine. One of, so, one, of, one of my old canvas at the old CTC. Oh boy! <laughs> oh god, please! I think I'm still getting like oh, that place grossed me out so much. And Michael, I know you, your big event this summer is the impending birth of a. Do we know what you're having yet besides a baby? Uh, I guess do, it's. Do we know the gender? Kind out there. Having a boy. Oh. You're having a boy. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Michael Jr.? Uh, I don't think so. It's going to be Kingpin. <laughs> Kingpin See, I, was, I, was, I was actually, I was kind of hoping that, that Michael was going to say that they hadn't decided, that they, that they hadn't found out yet what they were having. And I was going to suggest the name Jamie. Because that way you're covered, whether you have a boy or a girl. <laughs> no, we you, already made, we already in a pack. You don't know about this. No, pack what's this pact? Yeah, I mean, I named my son after him. My son's yeah. name is Michael, so I mean, naturally, he's having a son. It's gonna be Brian. That's that's great. I know. I know you finish your show every week with a tribute to one of our old friends. So really, I think we need to talk to Dorana, and your son's name should be Brian Mucko Crockett. I like it. Wow, I like Let's it. book this. Maybe two middle names: Brian Mucko Fatpants Crockett. I like <laughs> Brian Mucko Fatpants Crockett. Yeah, we'll um, run that at the uh, flagpole of the household. Right. Yeah, See yeah, how that I, goes. I think you should, you know, to our to our dearly departed friend Mucko and our friend who we can't believe he's still alive, Fatpants. So, <laughs> wow. So, so no, come on, the, the guy lives like a hermit. I mean, it, but God bless let's, him. Let's hope the child looks like your wife. Thank you. <laughs> and the good news is, Michael, with 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 you having a, a new son, is um, you're gonna have lots of time to do things like uh, watch TV because mm-hmm. you're gonna be up all night long holding and feeding <laughs> and rocking and burping. So uh, now I know I don't know if you guys cover this on your show. Uh, I, I happen to know you're both Big Brother fans. Yes. Right. Yes, indeed. And when does that start up again? The end, of, the end of the month, I think. Now, are there any, like, like I'm a Survivor fan, and we've yeah. talked about this. You guys actually got me hooked on Big Brother, like, four seasons Speaking ago. Of, do you know Christmas is pregnant? Really? Really? That? From who? I don't know. I just okay. saw her oh. this week, anyway. Right. Interesting. How's her leg? How's her, how, is she healed up yet? Clearly okay. It <laughs> <laughs> was up in the air. <laughs> oh, are you there, Michael? <laughs> He's an expert now, Brian. He, now, after all these years, Michael understands how these things work now. Now he's an expert on baby making. So, like, I mean, I'm a Survivor fan, so I know on the, the finale of Survivor every time, they kind of tease 
the next season. Here's what's coming. So have there been any like teases or, or hints of who's going to be back, or is there any changes to the format on Big Brother? Not that I've heard of. There's always rumors of like yeah. an all-star season. Yeah, every year. Yeah, every This year. is 20, right? This is the 20th yeah. one, I think. So yeah, because it didn't count. could be. This probably more than ever you would think they might do something special like an all-star season, but they haven't done one since like the sixth. What was the gimmick on the last one? Wasn't it like Temptation Island or something weird like that? Remember they, they yeah, did that? early on it was all the different... The all Tree different of Temptation yeah, and all, all that the, stuff. Yeah. And, uh, I thought last season was a really good season except the... the the wrong person won. Oh, I'm like two years in a row. That uh, I don't even remember his damn name now. What the hell is the kid's name? Oh, he was a Paul. 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 Yeah, Paul. Paul oh, is the one who lost. Yeah, Paul has lost. been robbed two years in a row <laughs> by just undeserving like leeches that just latched on to somebody and made it to the end. The dude. Come on, and, Josh yeah. was fantastic. It's he a, was not. He was awful. He was awful. Watch that. He was entertaining, but like. His he gameplay. He, no, he shouldn't have won at all. He like people kept him in because like the theory of keeping him in was well, he's always going to be a bigger target than me because he's an idiot. And he, he was easy, easily manipulated. Yeah, because they all did it. Paul whoever, did it. And whoever then... the last person he talked to was. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and who was the one girl? I remember because uh, my daughter Nikki and I we we watched that one together because uh, we're, we're both Survivor fans and we kind of jumped over to to Big Brother in the summer. Who was the one chick who was on it this past season? Remember, she was dumb as a bag of rocks. And my favorite part was when they went out to the, the house where all the uh, evicted people stayed. And they did the, the quick cuts of her, of all the stories she would tell about. Yes. My mother cured cancer. And the remember red that? Red-haired girl. Red-haired oh, girl. Raven. Raven. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She had all sorts and of... And they did like... I remember on the reunion of that last episode. She, they she, did had, like, she had like an inverted spine yeah, or something. She had an inverted <laughs> spine. Her stomach was falling out. Right? She couldn't hear out of one ear. But the best part was like they did the super cut of like all the crazy legends and fables she's told about herself <laughs> all season long. But yeah. So I'm excited about Big Brother, and then uh, you guys have both seen Avengers by now, right? Oh yes. And then what's the next big movie? By now, thank, Solo's thank out. Thank God! Thank God we survived. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I took the test online. I survived Thanos. Me I too. I did as well. Me yes. too. So wow, yeah, right. well, we're still here to prove it. So. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to think what other big movies this summer I'm looking Jurassic forward. Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Man in the Wasp. Uh, Jurassic World. Jesus. Jurassic World. Um, Solo will have come out by the time I'm actually seeing Solo this weekend. I was supposed to see Solo tonight, but Crockett pushed our recording. Oh, really? Crockett, no. re Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of chat with you when we're not on the air, and we uh, see you on. Crockett ruins a lot of movie nights for you, doesn't he? Well, you know, we had this thing. I think I think since Iron Man two, we had seen like every single you know Marvel Cinematic Universe movie together. Then all of a sudden, the one I know that he was really waiting for for a long time, a good one to come out, Spider Man. Yeah, you're very excited about Spider-Man, and and he ditched me for it. What happened? But but you guys saw um, you guys saw Infinity War together, right? No. <laughs> what, 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 what happened? What in, a, in a way, I, 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 <laughs> no, I facilitated you, guys, uh, you seeing Infinity War. I remember War. you guys telling me you were getting yeah. tickets for this one show if I wanted to go with you guys, and, but you didn't go, Michael? Oh, we did get tickets to Infinity War. Yeah, Mike, Michael bought four tickets. He just, him and, and Durana didn't come. And I'm, you know, there, there's one there's one thing that has changed, and Durana's in the picture, and I, I just don't think she likes me very much. No, 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 that's not true. <laughs> that's so not so true. what's the story here, Michael? Why, why is... There was well, why a, are you dodging your friends? I had a commitment for that one that didn't uh, that didn't come to mind when I bought the tickets. He, he went to see one. I don't even remember which one it was at this point, and it was like a chore for you. You were late, and it was like a big to do, like <laughs> that you would come and sit next Ragnarok, to Ragnarok, right? Yeah, you you would. No, it wasn't Ragnarok. No, no. Black Panther. Uh, 
was it Black Panther? No, it wasn't Black Panther either. I, I don't remember which uh, which one it was at this point, but it was like a big thing. It was like an inconvenience <laughs> to him. It's like that's I'm busy. Right. We used to have all these traditions. We used to go. We used to go to uh, Patriots Day, or one year we went to Opening Day. Yeah, uh, every year together, and and then uh, the we left, Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, for the Red Sox, and that stopped, and then this has stopped, and all I get now is uh, the podcast Michael, who just barks orders at me. <laughs> You are very bossy when you do the uh, WPAN. You think? Yeah, you're a little bossy. It's like I'm a monkey, a trained monkey that he wants me to dance. Do, monkey dance. Exactly. That's that's what I feel like. A piece of meat. Well, if he wants to write the outline and, and <laughs> get that all figured out, I'd be more than happy. I'm kind of I'm kind of busy making a name so people actually come listen to our podcast. Uh, one of us has to be relevant. Welcome to Couples Counseling on Fourth <laughs> Now, Michael, what I want you to do is I want you to look at Brian and say, Brian, I understand what you're feeling. And I'll try to take that into consideration in the future. Hey, look, there's only one of us that could potentially get books for All In, and it's not Mike Crockett. Come on. <laughs> you can't even buy a ticket to All In at this point. <laughs> that is true. That and is true. So, Michael, you, like I said, you have a big summer. And, you know, I, I will tell you when it comes to the movies, and we'll talk about this when we come out of the break, some of my little fatherhood tips for you coming up. But uh, have you heard about Mommy and Me movies yet? No. These are movies that they show at like 10 in the morning. At movie theaters, where they leave the lights up a little bit, and you're encouraged to bring your kids and your toddlers and your infants so you can watch like mainstream movies, but not have to worry about your uh, your crying kid. Because you know what I don't want you to be like? Do you remember when we went to see <laughs> The Dark Knight together? And we went to the midnight showing at The Loop, and so the movie started well, by the time it actually starts, 1230? Yeah. Halfway through The Dark Knight, which was a four-hour movie anyways, some asshat had brought their kid. Who starts crying halfway through the midnight movie? And I remember the one who was the most angry. Do you remember, do you remember who went with us? And I remember who was sitting right next to me. I thought Nikki Rocks was going to come out of her seat <laughs> and go beat the stew out of this woman who brought her kid to the dark night at midnight. So don't do that. I'll try not so to. There's, That's lots of, there's lots of people who do that. There were, I, I, I would see Deadpool 2 recently. And it yeah. wasn't a baby, but there was like, like, a, like a six-year-old kid in like Deadpool 2. And it's like... The F word is in that movie in yeah. the first like ten minutes, like about forty seven times. Wait, you didn't you didn't invite me to Deadpool too? No, I don't invite you to anything anymore. What the? I guess that's going around. See, I'll, I'll, <laughs> Brian, you you won't get the reference on this. You might, but I know Crockett, you might. Um, like a year and a half ago, my daughter Nikki is really into musical theater, and they did a one night uh, revival of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So I said, "Oh, Nick, let's go see it." So we we went and watched it together. I forgot how inappropriate. The Rocky Horror Picture Show is for a father to be watching with his 13-year-old daughter when there's simulated sex and transvestites. I'm like, yeah, this was this is not a this is a this is not a, a gold medal parenting how does moment. Culture feel about that movie? I can't imagine that holds up very well. No, believe it or not, it probably holds up well because it's not like anti anything. It's actually he's the main character in the whole movie, and it's celebrated. Uh, no, people. And, People find something wrong oh, with yeah. everything at this Cause, point. Because people are miserable. We're a joyless society. <laughs> That's why Mike Crockett is rising to prominence. Oh. Yeah, come on now. But this so, is a joyful podcast. This though. is. We, we are positive. And like I said, that was not exactly a par parenting gold medal moment for me. That was more of one of my parenting <laughs> fails. And Mike, when we come back from the break, Brian and I, we want to help you avoid some parenting fails as a new father. So when we come back, we're going to get some, some of our favorite tips, and we'll talk a little bit about what you can expect and, and how much fun you're going to have uh, with, your, with your new son toward the end of the summer. So we'll be back with that and the two members, the two castmates, the two partners from the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing will face off 
in our For the Pops pop quiz. That and more coming up when we come back with For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay Pay-per-view rewards, exclusive shows. Why wouldn't you become a Patreon? And we will see you Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. We out. You hear about Chaotic Wrestling's past on Let the Chaos Begin. But if you want to see its present and future, then go to Chaotic Wrestling Live. You can see all the Chaotic Wrestling action live and in person across New England. Go to chaoticwrestling.com slash tickets to see the current schedule of shows and to purchase tickets. It's all the action of Chaotic Wrestling live at chaoticwrestling.com. And welcome back. You're listening to For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. This is Jamie Jamikowski. I don't have Scotty Slade with me this week. He had some parental and spousal obligations this week. But I've got some fantastic replacements as I've got Michael Crockett and Brian Malonis from the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, the WPAN, joining me. And Michael, we talked before the break about this momentous occasion happening Mm -hmm. to you this summer. You and your wife, Dorana, are expecting a little baby boy. Yes, indeed. And uh, what's the due date? July 24th. Really? Yeah. That is I've heard that they don't really, uh, the kids don't really pay attention to that, though. <laughs> no, my our daughter's due date was, I want to say she was due on the 7th of July, and she was born on July 25th. Wow. Not to scare you or Dorana. Uh, my <laughs> wife was induced twice. Wow. Didn't take. So, no, literally, didn't take. Uh, they induced her the first time. They're like, yeah, that didn't work. Go home. We went home. We came back. Uh, like two days later, they did it again. They're like, yeah, still nothing. So then they ended up doing a C-section. And I remember when uh, Cheryl got pregnant, they gave us the date. And I said to her, I will guarantee you somehow our kid is going to decide to be born on a night when the Sox have a home game. Because we were we, we were in one of the, the uh, hospitals right down by Fenway. Mm-hmm. I said, you're going to be born a night the, the Sox have a home game against the Yankees. And Pedro will be on the mound. And she looked at the scout. She was like, no way. Sure enough, the night my daughter was born, while my wife was, you know, doing the tough work, I was in the other room. Uh, I was in the other room watching Pedro pitch against the Yankees because it was a. It was You're a in the game. other room. Yeah. Now, are you, that was going to be. My first, are you going to be in the delivery room? Of course. Were you Support. in the delivery room? Like he has a choice. That's right. Were you in the delivery room? Uh yeah. yeah. Steph had. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because they they had to induce her. Yeah. And then much much like Charlotte, it didn't take. Didn't take. But they wouldn't let her go home because she had uh, preeclampsia. Okay. And uh, so she had to stay in the hospital, and they had to. We went through like a whole another day where they tried to like induce her again, tried other things, and then they ultimately had to do, actually do an emergency C-section. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, I was in the room. That was on. That was for which one? For Kirsten? Uh Kirsten. Yeah. My so Michael was a planned C-section. Right. So now, now Michael, because I can ask all these questions because it's legal because we we've, we've had kids. So you're going to be in the delivery room. <laughs> yes. You worried about it at all? Uh. N- 
Oh, that didn't sound he's confident be, He's going to be right there with a catcher's mitt. Come <laughs> <laughs> hey, on, right here. Put the biscuit in the basket, honey. Right here. <laughs> I, see, I, I was uh, worried about the whole thing, and then we took a class, and they showed a video. Oof. And, oh. I, and I, I watched the video, and I was like, it got me almost excited to <laughs> be a part of that process, to see it happening. Um, wow. Yeah, what a it, sick it did. freak are you. <laughs> Oh. It's the miracle of life. Uh, you know, some miracles you don't need to see happen to know they're real. <laughs> oh. We knew from the day we found out Cheryl told me she was pregnant, we decided that day I would be nowhere near that delivery room. Because you know what? She wanted all the medical professionals focusing on her, not on her idiot husband, passed out dead on the floor. I, I, I wouldn't have made it. Nope. I had They had like a little curtain for like the C-section. So I, I hid behind that because I don't want to see like... Organ, organs being moved <laughs> and like and, and my, my my buddy his wife has had two c-sections and they, he watched the whole damn thing he watched them moving oh there's their spleen like, oh, there's God. like, like no way Absolutely. you guys i think brian's heard this right i don't know if you have you know i almost passed out at charles first sonogram right a sonogram. Yeah, we we went to her doctor you know that's when they hold a little camera gimmick up to the up to her belly yeah and i remember i was standing there away from the table so I'm, I'm kind of like perpendicular to her. And as the doctor was doing the scan thing, you know, you got that at the time it was like the black and white screen. And uh, she started talking about like, I guess they have to test for something. It's amnesthesiosis where they take a big needle and they go into the stomach to get some kind yeah. of fluid and test it. I have this horrible fear of needles. So as her doctor's talking, the only thing I could compare it to was pretend you're looking through like um, wrapping paper tubes, and somebody was slowly <laughs> squeezing them tighter, and that's and all of a sudden I literally went down. Fortunately, there was a chair right behind me, so I fell into the chair, and I woke myself up real quick. And the doctor didn't see any of it. My wife's looking at me like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> that you couldn't even make it through this. So I was not allowed anywhere. Anywhere near. Probably a good move. delivery. Did you guys do the uh, the the clay faced alien baby uh, no. ultrasound yet? No, we we didn't. <laughs> that wasn't uh, given to us as an option. Oh, it, it's more expensive. Yeah, like, it's, it's figure, like yeah. all insurances don't necessarily cover it or whatever. But uh, oh. yeah, they, they got like the new like three D technology. Where you can supposedly see the kid, but they do look like clay faced little aliens. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that was never mm. even presented to us. You know, Michael, I actually planned this whole segment as like Brian and I, who've, who've each had kids, trying to help talk you through this and like get you psyched up. I just, I might be the worst person <laughs> to talk to when it comes to like, sense. like birth and, and, and newborns. I'm, I'm, I really wasn't good at this. I've told Cheryl, I think I've forgotten like the first two years of my daughter's life. <laughs> I just kind of blocked it out. <laughs> now, now, Brian, so you've had two. You have, you have Kirsten and Michael. What was like the, the one thing that, that, that you weren't prepared for with Kirsten, like after she was born. Oh, now, I, now you get the kid home. Oh, that's 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 the most terrifying thing is the first the first couple nights of like, especially that first night we're like, oh shit, this yeah, this baby lives with us, huh? Yeah. Where's the doctors? Where's the <laughs> where's the nurses? Where's the like you know? Because at the hospital you got all these people around and they're, they're especially first time parents. They're really babysitting right. you and, and trying to help you out. And then that first night you get home and you're just like, oh man. And and I was Steph would just get annoyed with me because I would just uh, have you have you gone through like the SIDS training yet, Mike? Have you done this yet? 
Have they talked about SIDS at yeah, length? Yeah, they have talked yeah, about it. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's right. terrifying because they're like, we'll do this, 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 and this. And oh, by the way, there's a certain percentage that it just happens. Like, right. Oh, fucking great. I'm sorry. Can we swear on this? Yeah, you can swear. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Like, oh, oh, great. I can do all these things right, and this could still happen. So I would, uh, I would wake her up frequently, like just putting my hand on her chest. Your daughter? Or, yes. Or <laughs> finger. Jerk. Or finger. But I wouldn't do it intentionally. I would just like. Oh my god, is she breathing? So I put my hand on her chest to feel it rise, or I put my fingers under her nose. Get the mirror out. <laughs> you wait, you laugh. You laugh. You're gonna do it. No, yeah, I, you're gonna, I think you're, so. You're yeah. gonna just watch the kids sleep to make sure they're breathing. I promise you you'll do that. <laughs> See, the one person like we owe, we still have to like send her something a gift every year. My aunt Charlene, she's actually my godmother, uh, she was a a pediatric nurse was her profession. So we had her on speed dial for like the first two years of Nikki's life. And I still remember the one night Nikki was, she had to be a little bit older. She wasn't a newborn anymore. She must have been toddling. And I can remember we were at the CTC one night and I see my wife calling me. So I pick up and my wife is hysterical. And I'm like, what happened? And Nikki was like starting to walk, stood up, lost, and she back bumped and hit the back of her head on her crib. And my wife was convinced that she had killed our baby. Now, Nikki was up and walking. I had to call my aunt in Plastown, New Hampshire, who had to drive to North Andover to give my daughter a fake checkup to make sure <laughs> she was okay. What my wife never knew was that not that long before that, um, I had our daughter up. Where Nikki was up with me early one morning. We were watching TV, and I kind of had her. I was kind of cradling her, and I dozed off. And she slipped out of my hands, oh, hit the coffee table, no. and then rolled all the way to the floor. Yeah. Holy oh, yeah. Moses. Now I'm like, oh, my God. No, so my point of this was, uh, Brian, i got to turn this positive. The point of this is. I will tell you. The one thing I'll tell you, infants are a lot more durable than you think they are. No, they're built. So don't to, worry. Just, they, they are built to to survive idiots. Toss them idiots around like a us. Bit. Yeah. God, I wouldn't go that far. Now, I, the other thing, I will tell you the one biggest tip, and I remember somebody told me this. I've always remembered it. The one tip I will give you that somebody told me, Michael, as I give you this you know, hour of positivity on For the Pops, um, I remember somebody once told me that just be aware, newborns are miserable. <laughs> All they do is cry and eat and poop. And they're really not that fun yet. Like you said, Brian, once you got... Every sensation is literally new to them. Yeah. And really, Brian, once you got Kirsten home and you got over the fact that, wow, we have a baby, how interesting was she for the first two years or so? Well, it's it's, it's not interesting. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying because they can't communicate with you at all except for to cry. And that could be one of, like... 8,000 things. Like, the best is when they can actually talk and, and articulate what it is that, like, like what is wrong. Like, I was so happy that Michael Michael is, like, super advanced, like, verbally, and I think it's just because he has an older sister. So at a much younger age than Kirsten was able to, he's able to, like, tell us, like, what the hell's wrong with him and what's going on. Like, if, if he wants something or he needs something. <laughs> when they're a baby, it's like, I don't know. Like it's, it's the worst when they're crying and you go to change them and they're not wet and you go to feed them and they don't want to be fed and you're just like, and this kid just screaming. You're just like, I don't I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> now, I have a question because, again, I know you better than I know Dorana, obviously. Now, her family doesn't live around here, right? Well, she has sisters that she live has nearby. She has sisters. Yeah. 
Okay. How how how's her family going to be? Are there other kids in the family, or how are they going to be with with Dorana having a baby? Where where does Dorana like fall? She's the youngest. The... Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so the youngest is having her first baby. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like her her dad lives in Mexico. Um, uh, her sisters, like I said, they live ooh, like 30, 40 minutes away. Um, but Dorana's always kind of been like very independent. Um. I th- like her like oldest sibling is like 60. So she was like she was kind of un well, she was kind of unplanned. <laughs> so like ev- most of the, her uh, uh, brothers and sisters were out of the house when okay. she was growing up. So it's like she almost kind of had to take care of herself and kind of, you know, be her own company. So she's very self-sufficient that way and like her her family almost kind of gives her that room, you know what I okay. mean? Because I was gonna, Brian. Let me ask you: when you when you and Steph had Kirsten, were you overprotective of her, or would you let like other people hold her and all that stuff? Yeah, we, I, I mean, yeah, we. I mean, we we get like the big bottle of Purell and and all that baloney. I'm pretty sure that was my gift, uh, my Christmas <laughs> gift for her. I think, it was, I think I gave you a, 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 a barrel, like a, an industrial yeah. barrel full of Purell. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. That you'll see the way you are at the first kid. And then like, there's that commercial that they make fun of, like the second kid, where it's like, first kid, and it's like they drop a toy, and like you're disinfecting it for like four hours. And like second kid, like drop the pacifier, the mom puts it in the mouth and sticks it back in the kid's mouth or whatever. It's like, it really is like that. It's just like, ah, it'll be fine. Yeah. They're, they're, they're resilient. Because <laughs> I know, I remember, Cheryl and I, we were a little bit obsessive, and we didn't like people holding Nikki at first. And like, Cheryl actually had kids when she was old, had had kids, like she's had more. So she was older when when we had Nikki, and uh, she was like so happy to have her that like she was so protective of her, she didn't like to let people hold her. And then shortly after that, we learned like, no, if you let people hold her, like if you're at a family function. That's like free babysitting for a little really while. Is. It's like this is when I can actually go eat for the first time and and do all that. So so let people let people hold hold the child. Let people okay. Let people hold the child. Yeah. And then I think the biggest thing that Cheryl and I did, and again we were fortunate because we actually we bottle fed Nikki shortly after because our daughter she didn't eat then she doesn't eat now. In order to get her to gain weight, we had to go to a bottle. And the best thing Cheryl and I did was we learned to split the night. Because Cheryl is an early riser, and I hate mornings, but I can stay up till all hours. So what we used to do was I would stay up every night till 1 in the morning, 1 or 2. I want to say it was like I'd stay up till 1 in the morning. Cheryl would go to sleep at like – she'd do like a feeding at 7 or 7.30. Cheryl would go to bed at 8. I'd stay up till 1. And any feedings, any changing, any times Nikki woke up, I would handle. Then at 1, I would go to sleep. Cheryl would get up, and she would do it till the morning. So we never really suffered from like that legendary – Parental no sleep stuff. <laughs> we actually we actually scheduled it. Hmm. So so now Michael, here here it is. Okay. What questions do you have for Brian? And I. Whoa. Because you know you've 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 been to all these classes. <laughs> I feel like I'm in like a job interview. You've what got a wife. You have for us. You've got a wife who I'm sure she's <laughs> taking the lead on all of this, right? Well, yes. She has a lot of experience with the uh, with babies. Okay. And you? You? Not so, not much. so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have pets? Well, yeah, cats. Not dogs. Uh, we had a goldfish. Babies? Nothing like cats. No? (laughs) Do you have any siblings who've had kids? No. Wow. I haven't held the baby in probably... I don't think you ever held... No, you held Michael. Did I? Yeah. You got... You and Dorana came over when Michael... uh, Right after Michael was first born. 
you guys came over. Maybe maybe she did more of the holding than you I think, than yeah. you did. I thought you held him though. I I might have. At least the transition past. He was named after you. You had to hold him. <laughs> did you practice in this class? Did you practice the swaddling? No. Oh, no. That's shit. Oh, I love swaddling. I was a swad. I used to wrap that kid up like a burrito. She couldn't our, move. Our kids hated it. Both kids, right from the start, like even like even in the hospital, like yep. like they they hated it. They would go like mental. Oh, like, Nikki liked Nikki liked the swaddling. Like the tighter you could wrap her, the better. So that became like a challenge. For me to try to like wrap her up tight enough so she wouldn't move, but not so tight that we stopped circulating. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why she didn't grow as early. I had her, I had her wrapped up in the swaddling, uh, just 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 a little too tight there. Oh, you know what Nikki hated though? Have you bought? And I should know this because I know I I know we got you some kind of a gift. Cheryl told me she ordered online. Okay. Um. So congratulations. Oh, I hope, thank I hope you. you. Enjoy what thank we got you. you. Thanks very much. The two things my daughter hated were. What the hell? It was like the reverse backpack thing. Oh, yeah. What do you, what do you call uh, that The thing? baby Bjorn or the whatever. The baby Bjorn. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen this thing? I think we registered for one or bought it's one. Like a reverse, one or the other. It's like a reverse backpack where you put the kid in in the front. and like they Nikki hated that thing. Despised it. And the other thing my daughter hated, the swing. Yeah, the, the the little baby swing that you put them in. It just yeah, <laughs> our kids hated that too. We have a, we have a swing that survived two kids and. I think you offered it to me. I I have a lot of stuff <laughs> I offered to you. <laughs> One something I got from Jamie too. That oh, what I give the, you the the, uh, the cha- that that ridiculously awesome changing table. Um, it's like a changing table bureau thing. White. Oh, the white one. You have yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, nice. I tried offered it to this fellow here. We, we got something. The, the <laughs> best investment we made. Oh, this is what we should. Ironically, as I said, that, I think we actually bought you the swing, which is just a sad irony. It's like I'm just passing it <laughs> on to you now, hoping that maybe someday I'll be involved with a kid in a swing that actually enjoys it. The one thing we bought, which was awesome because we used to travel a lot, they had this. Uh, it was a convertible stroller. It was a stroller that then it converted to a car seat or an airplane seat, and it was the greatest thing we ever bought. Hmm. Oh, oh, one more thing, and then, then we'll go to break, because I really want to get to the four of the pops because with you guys. You know, you know what the other joy we haven't brought up for, for Michael yet, Brian? Putting shit together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's no fun. Everything from Pottery Barn Cribs, and then as they get older, I mean, I, I, wish, I, I wish we could have Handsome Johnny on, because Handsome Johnny and I, we, we both have, have said that um, my daughter and he and Shri, her, her niece, um, as they get older... Then they graduate to things like Monster High castles. <laughs> Barbie Dream Houses. And Barbie Dream Houses. And Handsome and I, we still say that the Monster High, the Monster High Haunted House, that was like our Vietnam. Because <laughs> we both had to put it together on separate weekends. We were texting each other going, these things, these things are awful. It was like the most horrible thing See, I've ever put together. My wife is worried about this because like everything I put together, I seem to forget a piece all right like, <laughs> great like her her nephew uh fell out of a chair i put together because the back just fell off <laughs> so so she's a little uh she really wants me to pay attention to those directions putting together these things for the kids Auntie spend, ah! spend, spend the extra couple bucks and get it, get it prefabricated. Fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but Michael, I will tell you, uh, very few people, I, I am oddly very handy when it comes to that stuff. So if, if you really need somebody, call me, 
and I'll pay somebody to come over and help you. Because <laughs> 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 I'm not doing it. Because because like uh, it's, my favorite thing is because you don't want his kid to fall out of a chair like like, like his <laughs> nephew did. It won't fall out of my the chair I build, you know. But we're trying to we're trying to step in and be like pseudo godparents for you here, Michael. And, and after and after much physical therapy, we're happy to report that Michael <laughs> Michael's nephew is now okay. He's, he's, he's upright. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know he will he will he will walk normal again someday. <laughs> Sometimes he leans a little left if if he tries to run too fast. He just goes in circles. He'll never be able to play sports, but you know, <laughs> he's got like a cartoon character who has to run in place first to build up the speed, and then he goes. But 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 little Johnny will be, little Johnny will be fine. <laughs> oh, uh, so I have, do have a question. Yes. What, what question? Yes, so we're in a, um, a small apartment right now, and we're there for a little while. Um, where am I going to do the podcast? <laughs> um. Again, I didn't want to really bring this up. We've already gone through the For the Pops couples counseling earlier. Um, I hope you have a backup plan for a co-host for a few months because that is the one. And I wasn't going to bring this up. I remember like I had all these plans that right after Nikki was born, oh, I was going to keep going to chaotic shows. I was going to keep doing all the stuff I used to do. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of that for a while. Did you keep wrestling like right after? I took I took like two months off. But yeah. at that point, I was really only wrestling for chaotic, so yeah. I missed exactly two shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the schedule. Oh, we've already been talking about it. He 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 doesn't. He, he thinks I'm joking, but the the wrestling podcast about nothing had a nice run. And I figure it's going <laughs> to end right around the end of July. No, no, you can find somebody. I'll lend you Scotty Slade. I'll, 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 I'll have to join the uh, the Let jo- the Chaos Begin podcast. Please, if we, I want to keep we want to have you on, so you can you can. Uh, Fact check some of my some <laughs> of my stories and my tales, but you know, Mike, I want to leave you on a happy note. The one thing I can tell you is, I'm sure Brian will agree, uh, kids are awesome. You know, you, once you have one, you're miserable for a little while, but then you can't imagine what life was like without them. They'll be the center of your world. You'll be a an idiot doting father, <laughs> like we are. You'll spend stupid money to get stupid stuff just to make them happy. And and I think one of my favorite things about having a, a, a kid is. Um, you get to watch all the dumb cartoons and Sesame Streets again. Oh, I was just saying, uh, word, another yeah. word of advice. Introduce them to things that you can enjoy too, so you're not watching things that you make you want to blow your brains out. That's why you're watching wrestling and He Man Nick- all the time now. <laughs> Seri- <laughs> no, seriously, I, I can tell you, I got Nikki hooked on. I had the, uh, and this was back in the age of like DVDs. I bought the the Muppet Show DVDs, like the original Muppet Show run, the collection, like the Muppet movies. Because when they're taught, when they're infants, all they care about is motion, sound, and color. And I realized after he had her, that's why Sesame Street was so popular, is everything's just bright colors. And I figured, well, wait a minute. If Sesame Street's like that, the Muppets are the same thing. And again, that was something I could tolerate. And you'll learn as they get older. I think you and I had this conversation recently about, like, you'll start to learn on Nickelodeon or uh, Sprout was like the kids' network. When Nikki was no Caillou, no Caillou, Ugh. avoid Caillou. Caillou, okay. oh god, it's horrible. Caillou's you will want to punch him in the face. Caillou sucks. <laughs> he really does. He's a little asshole. <laughs> He's a little shit. He's a whiny, bitchy little shit. All right. All joking aside, I thought that was a show about like a sick child. Yes, a kid who has cancer. Yeah. Everybody says that. Yeah, because he's like bald or whatever. So I thought like I'm like, oh wow, that's a show about like I thought it was like teaching kids about like if they had a classmate who was sick or something, and he's he's not. He's just like actually a whiny little fuck. Yeah. Caillou. <laughs> Caillou's unbearable. And the other one was I hated Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> With the British They're narrator. the scariest things. <laughs> Those things are just scary to look at. 
scary. Isn't George Carlin on that? He was the narrator for a little while, George okay. Carlin. <laughs> right. And he could not even not even he could save it. Oh god, god, that show is horrible. Uh, so well, anyways, Michael, again, congratulations. Thank you. Good I... luck. Any parenting advice you need, um, call my wife Cheryl. She can help you out and give you good advice. Like I said, I pretty much blocked out the first two years of my daughter's life until she turned two or three. Then she became interesting. One and done? Uh, I don't know. You, that, he, you, I what makes you think this is up to him? No, I've known uh, but through doing the podcasting with Michael. Yes. I know very well that Michael does not wear the pants in his relationship. Does not. It's okay, Michael. Whether you have one, whether you have multiples, whether you have a, your very own little Crockett crew, I'm, I'm sure it'll be happy. And speaking of things that make me happy, when we come back, we're going to have the WPAN facing off in the For the Pops pop quiz. For naming rights of Michael's child. <laughs> Brian has named the stakes. I approve it. So it has been God. said. So it shall be done. We'll be back with For the Pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. You know the New Age Inside Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. Back on for the pops right here on the NAI Pop Network. This is Jamie. I have no Scotty Slade with me this week. He has some family obligations, but they're about to go through the roof because of it. And I have uh, Brian Malonis and Michael Crockett from the WPN. And guys, now it is time for my favorite part of the show, as I get to watch the two of you compete in our for the pops pop quiz. Now I know you guys are regular listeners, but I'll go over it with you one more time. The way this works is. I have five questions I'll ask you. Um, I've given you all a piece of paper and pens. What I'll ask you is after I ask the question, you write down your answer. Don't show it to the other person. We'll go in order, and we'll have you show the answers. We'll give you a point for each answer. We'll do four of them that way. Then for the last one, what we'll do is I actually have a category. It's a list. We'll go back and forth with you guys naming as many as you can. Whoever has the most points at the end will win. How's that sound? Good? Perfect. Well, now, the bad news for Michael is I can only go one way. That's right. On this. There's only one way to go for me on this quiz, Mike. That's right. So. You are you are defending an undefeated streak. <laughs> I can't get any worse. Okay. <laughs> so now the guys, the way we always start this is is I go to my daughter. Uh it's at Nikki Josephine. We have it right here. So that's on Twitter. It's it's at Nikki Josephine. Is this a uh, is this a video podcast? Uh, you know, I don't know why I do that because we had a camera here once. I, I've held it up ever since. Um, it's mostly just to have you guys react. How many um, followers does she have? Does she have more followers than me? I'm probably be, at this I'm point. I'm going to be distraught. If she it's really it's really sad that she. I think she has more than I do at this point. But it's at Nikki Josephine. I go to her and I say, Hey, what are all you? What are all you cool kids? What are all the teens? Uh, saying, what's a cool slang term that you use? And then she'll tell me, and then I'll say, great, what does it mean? 
And so I take that and bring it to the quiz. So question number one. What does the slang term finna mean? Finna. Like spell that. F-I-N-N-A. Finna. I can't use it in a sentence because that would kind of help define it. (laughs) That's Eric. Can you use it in a sentence? No, I can spell it and I can repeat it. Finna. Finna. I got this right from Michael Crockett. Very quick writing down his answer. Wow. Uh, Crockett, I feel like you have your finger on the pulse of the Utes today. (laughs) I'm going to have to, right? right, No, my daughter, she's 15, so now she's at the age where I'm an idiot. And, and she knows everything. Wow, we've known that for years. We should discuss, we should discuss this in the lunchroom all the time on Undercoverware. Wow. And now I'm sad. Thank you. All right, so Michael, I'm going to start with you since you wrote your answer down so quickly. What do you think finna means? I wrote $5. $5. Ooh. Like a Finsky. And Brian? I went with the obvious. It finished. All right, and I always love that we're going to stay consistent and start our quiz. No point scored in the first round. No, finna is actually... It's saying it's short for fixing to or going to. So if you're saying I'm going to do something or I'm planning on doing something or I'm fixing to do something, you would use the word finna. I'm finna do something? Yeah. Yeah. That's really dumb. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow you know, I'm, I'm, I'm finna, finna going to the mall. Jim, I think we need to have, a, have your daughter on this podcast fin- and tell her to stop using some of these words. <laughs> well, Slade, uh, Slade keeps saying that's the episode he wants to do is have my daughter and I on here together so she can disprove <laughs> all the things I say. All right, so scores nothing to nothing. <laughs> it's okay. We're used to it. The only person I think who's ever scored points on the first one is our good friend Ray, who apparently Ray uses all of these slang terms <laughs> in his in his daily uh, in his daily vocabulary. It's because he just stays in his living room and doesn't leave cyberspace. Hundo P. Hundo P. That's everybody's favorite. Everybody watch. Uh, has anybody watched the new Karate Kid on YouTube? Red. I have not. Uh, Cobra Kai. The first episode. One of the guys uses the phrase Hundo P. I don't even know what and that I means. Got, I got. You really? Hundo P. No clue. Hundred percent. Oh, all right. Hundo P. All right. Makes sense. So, Hundo P. One of you guys is going to get this next one right. Question <laughs> number two. Jason Bateman and Tony Hale are two of the stars of Arrested Development. During a recent press tour for season five, they defended, then apologized for defending what co-star who has recently been accused of harassment on the set. So there's somebody on Arrest Development who's been accused by multiple people of harassment, both on this show and another one. And so Jason Bateman, Tony Hill, they were doing an interview. They, uh, they defended him. I just gave you a clue. They defended him. And then they actually had to go back and say, oh, no, we apologize for defending him. He really is kind of a... Well, you're saying... Because you're saying him? <laughs> yeah, him. I, I mean, I assumed it was a dude. <laughs> yeah, usually I try to keep these gender neutral because I'm a man of, of the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's mostly because Slade gets bitchy and whiny in all of these quizzes. He's always accusing me of cheating or people can see the answers. <laughs> Notice I have like the Great Wall of China built around my sheet right now so nobody can get a peek at the answers. So Jason Bateman, Tony Hale... They're on Arrested Development during a recent press tour. They actually defended one of their co-stars and then went back and apologized for defending him because what he had done was not acceptable. <clears throat> well, people are scribbling down their answers. I, I, know, I know mine is wrong. Brian, Brian wrote down quickly. It's like when Brian was in school. Wait, he just wants to get through this and go to recess. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Mr. Jamikowski, can I go to recess? I'm done with my quiz. <laughs> This is going exactly the way I thought it would. 
Uh, uh, okay, Michael is, is... Okay. Okay, so Brian, uh, Michael went first last time, so Brian, you have to go first this time. <laughs> All right, I know it's wrong, but I said Morgan Freeman. Morgan... <laughs> no, to be fair, it just came out today that Morgan Freeman has been accused by a number of women of, of harassment and inappropriate behavior. So, Brian, you were close, not you, correct. The only ones I ever, ever knew were Bill Cosby and... Uh... Well, um, Brian, uh, Jamie... <laughs> yes, Michael. I... I can't remember the guy's <laughs> real name, so I'll just say Hank Kingsley from Larry Sanders, the bald guy with the mustache. You know what? I'm going to count that as a correct answer. Thank you. It's actor Jeffrey Tambor. Yes, him. Who is on? Who is Hank Kingsley on the Larry Sanders show? And he's also on a on another show called. Um, it's he plays a transvestite. And I forget the name of the show. I just lost it. But yeah, transparent. Transparent. Thank you. Yes. But yeah, he's been accused on both. The he actually was. He was on the Ropers. He was booted from. Uh, the show Transparent, and then recently on Arrest Development, he's been accused by a co-star. As two other guys defend him, they said, "Oh no, we're sorry, we shouldn't have done that." You, you know, the real reason we came on here is because uh, we used to work for you at Undercover Wear, and Mike is here to confront you about all the sexual harassment you did to him. I'm sorry, there's a waiting list uh, from the <laughs> Undercover Wear days. I've said to people recently, "Thank goodness this happened after that," because <laughs> there was more inappropriate conversation there from everybody. It's hard I mean, to avoid, though, it, yeah. in that business. I mean, just bring Nancy Cosmini in here, and, and we can all sue her for, <laughs> for more things than you would ever know. Um, all right. So, Michael, congratulations. You have taken the early lead. You are up one nothing. <sighs> I, I'm confident, though. Thank you. Brian's going to make a comeback. Uh, this guy here, he doesn't have time for anything, but knew this, this question. <laughs> he, he studied. Question three. Just this week, what entertainment giant surpassed Comcast's total corporate valuation and is predicted will actually surpass Disney in the coming months? So an entertainment company out there who their, their stocks, you know, that's how you do a valuation of a company, actually passed Comcast this week, and it, there's a good chance that the company's actually going to surpass Disney next, which is act, which is unheard of and completely unexpected up until now. Entertainment company. Entertainment giant is the word I used. All right. It's not Beyonce. Don't write down <laughs> Beyonce, please. Hmm. <coughs> wow, this is... Brian's quick... To his answer. Yeah, I want to go to recess. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Brian's having just... I just want to hurry up and get this wrong and <laughs> right. move, move on with my life. Brian. Oh, Michael. Michael's, uh, Michael's scratching out answers and then adding them back. All right. Uh, Michael, I believe it's your turn to go first. Yeah, this is wrong. Um, Netflix. Michael says Netflix. Brian? I said NBC Universal. One of you is correct. Uh-oh. And Michael is taking a two-to-one lead. It is Netflix. Really? Yeah. All right. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix's stock closed at over 344 per share, making its market value at about $152 billion. I thought they were like losing money. That passed Comcast, and now that's only half a billion dollars behind Disney, who's $153 billion. So they're predicting that Netflix is actually going to be more valuable than Disney. Now, Disney's actually been hurt recently by the, by the, the news that NBC Universal may outbid them on that Fox acquisition, the 20th century Fox acquisition. And then there was, there was uh, something else that just happened to uh, Disney as well that's put a little chink in their, uh, in their armor. So yeah, Netflix might surpass them. So congratulations, Michael. You are up. Thank you. <clears throat> wow. Two to nothing. Brian, there's plenty of time for you to come back. Remember, we have, this is our last regular question. We're going to go to the, to the back and forth. So you, you got this. I have faith in you, Kingpin. Question four. 
It was just announced that whom would be the first female host of ESPN's ESPY Awards. So the ESPY Awards, that's uh, ESPN's big annual award show. Revolves around that horrible magazine that Brian and I get just so we get <laughs> ESPN Insider for free and we get the magazine, the worst <laughs> magazine. I feel bad for the trees that die for that <laughs> magazine. And I'm not an environmentalist by any stretch of the imagination. <clears throat> hmm. Brian very quickly wrote down his answer. I had a feeling this yeah, one might I be think, in, I think I know in Brian's wheelhouse. I think I know it. And if he gets it right, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> he might finally punch it. This might end. <laughs> the WPA, WPA ends on a For the Pops pop quiz. All right. All right, Brian, it is your turn to go first. All right. I'm going to say Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick, race car driver Danica Patrick. And Michael? I said Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Again, one of you is correct. But this time it's the opposite result. Brian oh. with one point. It was Danica Patrick. Yeah, that magazine subscription came in handy for the first time. No, I don't. I, no, it, I, I, they actually go straight in the recycling bin now. Steph doesn't even give them to me. No, she the, the same thing. She knows. I saw it on the app this morning. I saw it. Uh, I was yep. looking at the ESPN app to see the score of the uh, the hockey game from last night. And... All right, so this is it, Michael. You are ahead two to one, but it's still anybody's game because we're gonna go to question five. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back and forth. Uh, Michael, since you're in the lead, you'll get the choice. You get to go first or second once I announce a category. What I did today, because you know, we, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, Michael's uh, impending, the impending birth of Michael's uh, his, his son. Impending doom. <laughs> now, the impending birth of his son. So what I did was I went on Ranker, and I pulled up. They they did a quiz on there, a poll. Um, TV dads that you wish were your own. So it's not, not supposed, but but dad, TV dads you wish were your own. And so this is voted by Ranker as of Ranker's pollsters as of today. Um, we have the top 20. So we'll do go back and forth. When you get one, you get a point. If you miss one, don't worry. You just don't get a point. It goes to the other person. We'll just keep, go, keep going back and forth. Either until we've hit all the answers. You guys run out of answers or I just get bored by the whole damn thing. And we call it. How's that sound? <laughs> sure. Perfect. Now, Michael, because you're in the lead, you get to choose. Do you want to go first or this second? Is, this is fun. I'll go first. All right. So, Michael, who is your first guest? Of, uh, voted by the, the, the Ranker readers and voters as top 20 dads. It's going to be Mike Brady, right? Mike Brady's number 17. Whoa! That's low. It's number one. Yeah, that's that's one point for Crockett. Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner, number 19. Uh, I win. Um. <laughs> you don't get more points for higher rankings. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, Ray Romano. He was a dad, right? The Ray, whatever his name is on the show, Ray something. Can we give actor or? <laughs> I'm pretty lenient on these, Brian. Trust me. Okay. I'm, I get pretty lenient. I gave him the one, the, the character name for Jeffrey Tambor from 20 years ago. So, <clears throat> what was the guess? Ray Romano, Ray Moreno. What's his name on the show? None of them are on the list. God, Tim Allen. Tim Allen, Tim Taylor, number two. Whoa, number two. And that make the score is now tied, three to a piece. Oof. I've already exhausted my resources here. Um, we still have 17 left. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, gonna, I'm going way. I'm, all I'm thinking of is things that are way too old. Um, oh, but that, that, uh, that. Uh, Phil Drummond. <laughs> He's an adoptive dad. He's rich. Phil Drummond, not on the list. It's like Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow, not on the list, no. but I, I remember when I was looking at it, he was like rated number 22 or 23. He was just just off. 
Who? Lee Moses. TV dads. Um, who? 17 left. <laughs> well, uh, who's so many answers. I was just going to say who's the dad of the Partridge family, but there wasn't a dad. No, that was the whole point. The dad was dead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you made the list. Um, oh, uh, uh, Dr. Seaver from uh, Growing Pains. Ooh. Not on the list. Wow. Brian, back to you. Score is still tied. Patrick Duffy? Step by step, he was the dad. No, just no. <laughs> what? Jesus. So oh. these these answers skew a little newer, is what you're saying? I don't give hints yet. I, I, I oh, come okay. on. No, they really don't. That's they the sad don't? part. No. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the, the, I hate my childhood. This. Yeah, you're thinking like the uh, TGIF, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why do I do this um, quiz? Every two weeks I put myself through this. People think, oh, it's fun. You get to give the quiz. No, it's torture. <laughs> Every week I, I think it's going to be easier. Michael, I think it's your turn. Um, the... Uh, the Mr. Keaton from Family Ties. No. <laughs> Come on, Brian. What about Frank Costanza? Jerry no. Stiller. That's just dumb. No. <laughs> Morty Seinfeld. <laughs> Jesus. Mary, mother of God. Brian. He's uh, the number one dad. He had a shirt made. <laughs> All right, hold on. I, I'll try to redeem myself here. Um, shows that had like dads as like all of them all of them have dads <laughs> like every show except for the partridge family had a dad how, how about um the well i don't, I don't know is it is it is it technically uh, oh don't get just guess a dad well the, what's the name of the actor that played danny tanner um I'm not Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Uh, him or, or maybe the actor that played the dad in uh, How I Met Your Mother. No. No, they were all single on that show up until the one. Well, the dad narrates to the kids. Jesus, Mary, Mother of <laughs> God, you two are terrible. Right. I, I didn't say sitcoms. I didn't remember. There are lots of shows with, through the TV, ages. Oh, okay. TV three. three remember. Not everybody who goes oh, on Ranker yeah. is a is a hipster who's only watching shows now. Some of them are. <laughs> but it can, this can go as broader. It, okay, it can go early, it can go late. It it, it really runs. We're seventeen left, guys. I'm gonna go a little crazy here. Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson number twelve yeah. on the list. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. How about uh, oh, what the hell? Uh, is it Ward Cleaver? Ward Cleaver number fourteen. There you go. Tied at four. Now we're starting to get some traction. Walter White. <laughs> a little unorthodox as a dad, but could be fun. No. No? Walter White, right on the list. I can't remember the uh, actor's name or the character's name, but he's on Seventh Heaven. I think he got accused of some pretty yes, he terrible did. some pretty terrible things. Yes, I believe he's in jail now is, for is child he in jail? Yeah, for is child he molestation. Jail? Is he on the list though? That character he's was a great not, No, ironically, nobody thought that they wanted him as a TV dad. <laughs> can't imagine why. Yeah, on the show, he was a good dad. That is true, I guess. In a similar vein. Um Ooh, I probably know where Cliff you're going. Huxtable. Cliff Huxtable's number 13 on the list, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> the things he did, the sweaters and the jello pops, carried him through. <laughs> Michael is winning five to four right now, Brian. You're still well within striking distance. All right, let's see here. So, like 14 answers left. So many. Um, sugar. <laughs> All right, hold on. 
I'll, I'll even tell you, you know, I'm starting to drop some. Not, not even all these shows are necessarily in color. Well, I was trying to, I, don't, I don't remember name. That's the problem. Like I was trying to think like the dad from like my three sons. <laughs> nope, he's not on the list. Damn it, Michael. My three sons' dad. Um, Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin, number Some six on the list. Name all cartoons. Was <laughs> a Fred Flintstone. No, but I almost did this. Uh, Moms and Wilma Flintstone was ranked like number seven. <laughs> so, so Brian, I'll give you. I'll give you a real guess now. You don't have to go with Fred what? Flintstone. What? <laughs> um. <sighs> Jesus. No, technically he never bore children. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Not an answer. Um, I'm trying to think like back like. 60s and 70s TV shows that were like in rerun when uh, when I was a kid. Um, Al Bundy. Al Bundy, not on the list. That's a good one. How is Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin on there, but Al Bundy's not on the list? Now I'm just mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, you, you hit the Brian. table. And Brian can feel the victory just slipping through his fingers right now, Michael. It just knocked that I, that pick I had out of my <laughs> you head. You had somebody in, in your Yeah. In your Wow, it just went away. <clears throat> you all right, Jamie? I'm just really bored now. <laughs> I, I hate this. No, you, you got this. Michael, it's your guess. Uh, I'm going to give you guys each like a couple more chances, then we're going to put a bullet in this. So somebody's got to. <laughs> oh, Rick Grimes. Who? The, the main character on The Walking Dead. Brian? He's a dad, and he kicks ass. How about, how about, no Al Bundy. What about Ed O'Neill's character from uh, Modern Family? Surprisingly, no. He's not, but that's a good guess. What about the, 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 the two gay dads in that show? Not them either. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to think here. Thinking, thinking. Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, no, he's not on the list. So many names on the list, but not him. <clears throat> Boy. Yeah, just because I was throwing an actor's name, Ed Asner. He must have played a dad somewhere along the line. Right? I don't think he did. Did he? <laughs> no. Ed Asner is not. No one's having sex what, with Ed Asner. What a random person to pick, too. Ed Asner. Where? Why? I don't know. He's like an old actor. Okay, Michael, you are currently up six to four. Um. Okay. Let's so, see so if I can. Put, do you have one more? Let's see if I can put this one away. If you if you can if you can name one, or Brian misses the next one. Either way, I'm I'm, I'm going to end this. So, you can end it all by hitting this right now. You said black and white. Or not necessarily in color. Herman Munster. Herman Munster, number 15 on the list. No so, Al Bundy, though. This list is hot Congratulations garbage. to Michael Crockett, who re keeps retains his undefeated streak on For the Pops. Uh, the rest yeah. of the answers, starting from number 20. Number 20, Eddard Stark from Game of Thrones. Martin Crane from Frasier. Ugh. Jed Clampett from Beverly Hillbillies. Herman Munster, you just got Red Foreman from that '70s show. Ugh. Michael, you were so close on another one. You guess Walter White. He was wrong, but Hal from Malcolm in the Middle, who was played by the same actor, uh, okay. he was on the but list. But no Al Bundy. It's <laughs> stuck on that, aren't you? Go yeah, four touchdowns in one game. <laughs> exactly, Polk High. <laughs> Gomez Adams was number nine. Uh, Dan Connor from Roseanne. 
Uh, Number eight, I thought you guys would have gotten him. Just stinks. Uh, Brian, I wanted to punch you because you said a uh, guy from Married with Children in Modern, Modern Family. I said no. Crockett said the two gay guys. I said no. There was still one more dad left I, that I, you I, feel, you've never watched Modern Family. No, I just knew Al Bundy was on Phil it. Dunphy. He was number number five, Charles Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. Crockett, here's what I'm surprised you didn't get. Howard Cunningham oh, from Happy on, Days. Yeah. Mr. C. That's right. Uh, one Brian, this surprised me. Philip Banks, oh, from oh, Fresh Matt, Prince. Now I'm mad at myself for missing that one. <laughs> and the number one was Andy Taylor from the Andy Griffith Show. I, th- I think so much because like with uh, Fresh Prince and Uncle Phil. Yeah, right. so it doesn't even like enter my head as like a dad, even though he's a dad. But it's Uncle Phil. So congratulations, Michael. Thank you um, so much. A big win today. You re- you retain your undefeated streak. Ooh. And Brian, I know you already got one. But now, Michael, because you won, I don't know if you've heard when you listen, but we've released the official Jamie Jamikowski 8x10s. So as a big um, congrats okay. <laughs> on the win. Here, can I eat a Twizzler now? Absolutely. I'll just kind of sign it down here. So here you go, Michael. There's your autographed 8x10 of Jamie Jamikowski. That's right. It's a combination because <laughs> we work together in Chaotic Wrestling and Undercover Wear. It's uh, me with Arch Kincaid, Aaron Stevens, and two undercover models. I, I, I think you should put that in Junior's room. Uh, you should <laughs> hang that right over the crib. I think that'll be a nice way for him to know uh, who Uncle Uncle Jamie is. Um, oh, no, I would say no only because Arch Kincaid's on it. Yeah, that, that's true. That might be violating some some state laws. So, uh, so Brian, we talked a little bit about Batalskin, where we can catch you next. Uh, you'll see me, I guess, tonight at the Chaotic Wrestling Show uh, in Lowell, Massachusetts, and then Tomorrow night, I'm heading to the big city, New York City, and uh, this is for June 2nd. And then I'll probably be in, you know, potentially be in Texas and probably be in Baltimore and Virginia at the end of the month for Ring of Honor. And Michael, when can we hear you and where? Uh, the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing every Monday. Just uh, go to dwpan.com for uh, all the episodes, all the links, all the places to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, anywhere you get your podcast, you can get the wrestling podcast about nothing with myself and the Kingpin. And I'm very excited to announce, we touched on it earlier in the show, I'm actually starting a second podcast in the alternate weeks right here on the For the Pops and NAI Pop Networks. It's going to be me and Rich Palladino. Uh, We're going to talk story. Uh, we started a new podcast it's called Let the Chaos Begin, where Rich and I go back in time and we talk about some of our favorite moments and important moments in our 18-year history together in Chaotic Wrestling. We start off on the first episode, which is available right now on For the Pops and the NAI Pop Network, where we talk about Chaotic Wrestling's homecoming from 2007, where we had John Cena and Vince McMahon, ironically, in the ring with my guest here tonight, Brian Malonis. Brian, you were there for that one. Yeah, who else would Vince be in the ring with? I mean, come on. <laughs> Absolutely. When 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 Vince called me, you'll hear me tell the story on the Let the Cast Begin podcast. Vince said, I'll show up on the condition that I get to work <laughs> with Brian Malonis. That was actually part of the contract. But you'll hear, you if you can listen to that one, you can hear all the stories I tell about John, Cena, Vince, and of course my relationship then and my relationship now with John Cena's dad, Johnny Fabulous. So you can hear Rich and I <laughs> on the alternate Fridays. And then coming up, Next week, if you're listening to this on the Let the Chaos Begin podcast, Rich and I talk about Cold Fury 1. It was the original. It was one that launched the entire Cold Fury idea way back from Lawrence, Massachusetts, back in the day. So that's right here on the For the Pops and the NAA Pop Network on the alternate weeks. Next time you tune in here, you'll get Scotty Slade back. He'll be back from all his family obligations right here on For the Pops. Thank you to Brian. 
thank you to Michael. This has been For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. Thank you.